Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to read from Psalm 118 verse 6 and it says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? You know, this getting uh, getting revelation and really re- consistently reminding yourself that the Lord is on my side is such a key for our life. We we go through life and the devil loves to play the invisible role of when things go bad. You know, you hear it from people, oh, you know, I just don't understand why God gave my mother cancer. You know, and, and, and if the devil can do something nefarious and then put the blame on God, he's going to do it. You know, it's the same thing that he did to, to Eve in the garden. Oh, no, you know, God's withholding this because he knows you'll be like him, right? And so God, the, the devil's always trying to place the blame on God. But there's a lot that happens just in the in the day-to-day Christian life where the devil would love to make it seem like um, that there's if you don't do this, then God won't do this. And so you see that with people. Oh, no, I got to go to church. And then if you dug down deep, they're not going because they want to go to church. They're going to church because, you know, if I don't go, I know the Bible says I got to do it. So I do it because I got to do it. And and. And really, that's something that you need, that we have to learn to fight against and consistently remind ourselves, the Lord is on our side. If there's anyone that's for us on planet Earth, it's God. If there's anyone that's on our side, it's the Lord. If there's anyone who's rooting for us, if there's anyone who's gone out of their way for us, it's God. You know, there's been times where uh, the Lord's spoken to me about certain disciplines that were my, for my life, uh, certain things that the Lord spoke to me to do. And then there's times where I've gone and taught that like that was like Bible doctrine, you know, uh, like the Bible says when you pray. So the Bible says when you pray. You notice how there's there's no scripture in the New Testament that the Bible talks about pray for an hour. There was an hour of prayer, right? And that was custom for the Jews. But it doesn't say pray for, pray in tongues for 30 minutes a day. Paul just said, I, I know I pray. I thank God I prayed more than all of you. So whatever they were praying, he was confident that he was praying more, Right. Uh, th- there's nothing that says 15 minutes of prayer. There's nothing that says praise and worship. The Lord inhabits 15 minutes of pr- the praises of his people. But there's been times, you know, where I would teach and just and, and just give recommendations, but it was what the Lord had told me to do. And so there's people can get into bondage and you can get where you almost get bound because, oh, I've got to be doing this. And it's almost like you're, you're spinning plates. Like I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this where, uh, Giving and and showing love, our love relationship with the Lord should make it that we want to do those things. Yes, there's times we do things out of discipline. You know, yes, there's times like you you, you floss your teeth when you're tired and you just want to go to bed, but you still floss just out of discipline. There is a place to be a disciple of Christ, a disciplined one. But at the same time, the overwhelming feeling about prayer shouldn't be, oh, I, I guess I got to go do it. Uh, church. Oh, I guess I got to go to church. Oh, I got to pay my tithe. Oh, I got to, oh, I got to. And people live their lives like that. And you know what that's called? That's called religion, where people think that God is bad. And so, oh, if I don't go to church, then God won't bless me. Or if I don't tithe, God won't bless me. You know, it's really up to you. You obeying the Bible, it takes the right heart, first of all, but it's you cooperating with God's plan for your life. The Lord wants to bless you. Third John 1, 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And that's why you that's why you meet people who, you know, I pray I pray for the sick a lot. And people come up to me, oh, you're Pastor Ryan. Okay. Hey, this is what's going on. Oh, I've been begging God for the last nine months. What are you begging God for? 
You're not doing something outside of his will. You know, you hear people, well, prayer doesn't change God's mind. Prayer is not there to change God's mind. You know, you're right. I mean, there have been times in the Bible where prayer changed God's mind. I mean, talk to, talk to um, you, you know, in Sodom and Gomorrah, talk to them about that time where, where Abraham changed God's mind through his prayer. So there has been time where, where God was had his will and Abraham was able to change it or prayer was able to change it. But prayer isn't there to change God's mind for the most part. Ch- prayer is there to enact God's will. So, but it does, prayer is there to change circumstances. But that's the mindset of like, God just does whatever he wants. And if obviously if you're not being blessed, then you're, you're not doing something. You know, I've had people who've said, come to healing school and they said, you know, we were taught that healing was, for, was real and was for today. But that if you weren't being healed, then it was, you know, there's you weren't living a holy enough life, and you weren't doing this, and you weren't doing that, and so people get this thing of like, I've got to, I've got to live perfectly. I got to read the Bible for thirty minutes a day. I got to quote scriptures for ten minutes a day. I got to pray in tongues, and you know, people, there's actually comfort in that that you could give them a formula and say, hey, if you say seven hail Mary, but you know what that's called? That's called religion, and that's not a relationship with God. Where the where for us, and this is why our worship to the Lord is so key. We would just approach the Lord and just say, Lord, today, I've just come to lift up my voice and to give you my worship today. And we spend time worshiping the Lord, spend time exalting his name, turn on worship music and just sing, you know, with no no rush, no agenda. Just present ourselves to the Lord and make time for him. And, and it's out of a love relationship with him. Like, I love spending time with my son. I love spending time with my wife. Like, I love, I love, I love it because I love them. And so it's the same with the Lord. I, I look, there's been times where I've done it out of sheer discipline. You know, there's times where I'm tired and I, and I, and I make myself and I believe once I get in there, I find the freedom. You know, there's, there's sometimes you enter in through the door of discipline and then you find the joy on the inside of it. Um, but God wants us to look and know that we can rest with him. That when we're believing the Lord for things, that we can rest with him. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have to pay your tithe. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you paying your tithe And giving God 10% of your income is you cooperating with God's plan to bless you. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. But but we can get this picture when you say, oh, if I don't tithe, God won't bless me. Of like, there's a God who's just looking for a reason to be like, oh, see, you're disqualified. No, back to square one. All your blessings are gone. All the seed you've ever sown is gone. You know, like who is this God that we serve? If God be for you, who can be against you? The Lord is on your side. The Lord's there for you. No matter what you're believing the Lord for, the Lord wants you, actually to, what, wants you to ask bigger. Ask and keep on asking that you're joining me full. I think we asked too small. You know, you have to guard against. That's why it's important to hang out with people who speak big vision. Because you, otherwise you can get thinking small. Lord, if you just bring me a job where I can make $2,000 a month, you know, I'll be set. Why are you thinking like that? You're, a, you're royalty. You're a child of God. You need to be dreaming of the of the six figures. You need to be dreaming of making 500,000 a year. You need to be dreaming of that. Maybe it's not a, a maybe it's not next year, but be dreaming of that. You know the Bible doesn't put limitations. The Bible doesn't say that that you need to make your first million, you know, your first 100,000 at 30 years old and then your first million at 50 years old and that's the way prosperity works. The Bible doesn't put limitations. The Bible just God just says Beloved, I wish above all things that you're that you, you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So as long as you're trustworthy, God's not gonna, 
you know, sink your boat by giving you a million dollars and it takes you out of his will for his life. So if you're, if your flesh still runs the show in your life, God most likely is not going to, uh, he's going to be limited in what he can allow in your life financially because he won't let you be tempted above what you can handle. He, the temptation may be the quarter of a million dollars and then you, you're, you're, you know, you'll disappear for two months and, and fall into bad habits. And so the Lord will say, no, well, there's only so much that I can do. I guess $25,000 a year is about all I can do without him going crazy and thinking, you know, getting puffed up in pride, whatever it is. So the Lord will use people. And that's why the Lord, if you, if your heart is on fire for the Lord and, you've, and you're grounded in the word of God and you've got a sure foundation, the Lord is looking to bless you. Spend time with people who dream big, who think big. You shouldn't look at $10,000 and say, man, that's a lot of money. You, you, should be, you should be dreaming of writing $100,000 checks, million-dollar checks to the ministry. You should be dreaming about making a million dollars in a month. You should be dreaming about this stuff. You should be thinking big. You should be enlarging your, your vision. It may be, feel like it's completely unrealistic, but start to enlarge. Lord, I thank you that by the time I come home to be with you, that you're going to use me to give millions into the harvest of souls. I see millions, Lord. I see myself, uh, I see myself whoever your pastor is, I see myself buying him a car. Lord, let me be the one that buys him a vehicle, a nice vehicle. Let me be the one to just upgrade him, bless him. You know, start to dream. The Lord's on your side. The Lord's looking for people. You can't outgive God. You can't think too big for God. And you start where you're at. And you start with your generosity where you're at. But but begin to dream. Don't let yourself get into a limited mindset. Oh, you know, I'm okay. You know, if the Lord just helped me to make 40000 this year, that'd be, you know, a lot more and I'd be really blessed. That may be great. But you can't let that be the top of your vision. You have to see yourself making 40000 in a day. Lord, one day where I make forty grand in a day. Why am I talking about this? Because it's, it's time that you start thinking big. It's time that you start dreaming again with the Lord. It's time that you see yourself getting uh, the home of your dreams. Not that it, 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 it's not that it means the world to you, because the kingdom of God comes first. But at the same time, that the Lord wants to bless people, that there's people listening to this podcast, that you'll look back 10 years from now and say, you know, what happened? How did I get here? That as you honored the Lord and you sought first the kingdom of God, that the Lord blessed your socks off, made, you, made, your, made your name great in the sight of men. That people look and say, man, that's, that, that guy's doing, that, that lady's doing something right. You'll look and see what the Lord will do. But you can rest with the Lord. Don't get caught up in religion. Rest. You know, there's days where I come and I'll just start singing to the Lord and I sing and, and I pray in tongues a little bit, but I sing. And then there's other days I'm praying all my prayer points. And then there's other days I'm praying and meditating on scriptures. And there's other days I'm reading and meditating and, and studying for hours. And, and there's some days that, that I read one scripture or two scriptures for the day and I meditate on them. And then I'm just singing to the Lord, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I'm led by the Spirit of God. So you don't get in bondage over those things because the devil will try to get, keep you bound inside your, your, your discipline for the Lord, your love for the Lord, have it turn on you. The Lord wants to spend time with you. Let it be a love relationship with God. Fall in love with Jesus all over again through worship. Fall in love with Jesus by, by just getting on your knees before him and worshiping, spending time at his feet. And begin to dream again. Begin to let him implant vision into your heart for the future. Let him begin to stretch your vision again. Stop thinking small. Stop believing small. Stop asking small. Start asking big. Start asking big. Lord, I thank you this is going to be an over and above month. Lord, I see myself making 75000 in a day. Lord, I see myself making more. 
than I ever did before. That this, is, this next year is going to be the best year that I've ever had. I see you increasing me and blessing me far above all that I could ask or think. Lord, I see your power at work with me. I see, wow, I see myself working in signs and wonders, miracles. Lord, people getting up out of wheelchairs, just even as I preach. Lord, not even laying hands on them, but just preaching people getting up out of wheelchairs. Just from the word of God that comes across. Lord, I see signs and wonders and miracles in Jesus' name. Begin to dream again. Begin to dream. Lord, I see not just one, ten, hundred people getting born again. I see a day where, where, where a million people get saved in a day through my ministry. Lord, I see a day where 10,000, where 100,000, where 500,000 get born again in one service through my ministry. Lord, I see you using me all over the world. Lord, I'm, I'm hooking up my dreamer again. Time to dream. Time to think big. Time to rest with you, God. Time to press in and worship, but to rest in your presence. Rest in who you are. Rest in the fact that you're taking care of us. Rest in the fact that anything we're believing you for, Lord, you're good for it. If we're asking according to will, we, your will, we know you hear us. And if we hear us, if you hear us, then we have those, those, those petitions granted that we've asked of you. The Lord is a good God. You can take comfort in him. He's on your side. He's for you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Any tongue that's risen up in judgment against you, I curse it right now in the name of Jesus. Any accusation of the devil, I curse it right now. Any sickness, any anxiety, any fear, I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I loose you free in Jesus' name. Be free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for your anointing. In Jesus' name. God loves you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bless you.